Tell me what I like to see. I got my shoes on. I got my makeup done. I got my hair done right before I walked out. Everybody look at me. I got my hair done. Everybody look at me. Look at me. Hey, Ryan, you were really good at that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. How do you do that? You're not horrible at it. Let's hear Ryan do it. Let's hear you do it. What's it called when you do that? Beatboxing. Beatbox. Beatbox. Let's hear you beatbox a funky rhythm. Jesus. That's amazing. Rap songs. Rapping. Saying words, rapping like one, two, three. Hey, everybody, go to the bathroom, gotta pee. I like to rhyme things in my mouth. I like to do it like I'm down south. I wave my link at the other boys. I tell them, hey, boys, how you doing, though? I want to dole all my gifts, tell them I'm so pretty. I want to tell them, look at me, I'm so fitty, fitty. I don't know what that means. But. <laughs> oh, hi. Welcome to Relationship. I'm Stacy. And I'm Oha. Hi, Oha Amanda. Hello, Stacy Daniels. Um, we're just having a little fun here, a little goof trooping. I love goof trooping. <laughs> yeah. So some people get annoyed when I say that, but I think it's fun. I do. I do too. I like it. You're goofy. Can I tell you something? Oh, please. Okay. So I've been really um, settling into my grumpy ways. Yeah. Like before, I would feel grumpy, but I wouldn't act out my feelings of Embrace grumpiness. Embrace your inner bitch. Yeah. So I've been just trying to be more direct about my grumpy feelings okay is um, this coming to where you're going to tell me something that you're mad at me about yes stacy daniels every time that you call me and you say sup bitch i roll my vagina you know that i do a yeah. vagina roll I, d- I love to call you and say sup bitch yeah uh, and then i knew that you rolled your vagina actually yeah how, but, okay, so I, yeah, I knew, but how do you roll your vagina? Like this. Oh my God. For the listeners at home, <laughs> it was like a tidal wave of like scent and texture. Yeah, absolutely. Just came through the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think of it like rolling your tongue, like, you yeah, know? I do that with my vagina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I'm teaching okay. a class on it tomorrow. It's at the Civic Center. Uh, oh, the Civic Center. Yeah, Civic Center of Pasadena. <laughs> yep. Um kids welcome mm-hmm. we just want to make sure that they know how to roll their vagina from a young age all genders all genders okay. kids welcome that's good um old people if you've never rolled your vaginas before can you teach an old vagina new tricks you can yeah absolutely oh, especially wow. with my curriculum okay yeah um you know they say that by teaching you actually learn the most yeah that's beautiful those who can't do uh, still do but yeah because you can do and teach. yeah exactly yeah so that's like doesn't even apply to you mm-hmm. you know that stupid saying yeah um okay. that's 1414 uh downtown pasadena drive yes um you're gonna take a right onto uh, a weird driveway uh-huh. there's a christmas tree that's dead outside right now it's already it, dead it's already dead wow yeah they left it from 2015 so. wow okay yeah. 
that would be that's real dead okay yeah. you're right mm-hmm. um so guys look out for the christmas tree please come to the show mm-hmm. the class i'm yeah, sorry the class yeah thank the class. you i think it'll be good rolling your vaginas with oh amanda uno cero uno uh-huh. Uno, cero, uno. What's That's that one hundred and one. Rolling your vaginas. Oh, one hundred and one. Yeah. Okay. Zero, zero. Uno, cero, uno. Yeah. Okay. Um. See. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It's a bilingual podcast. <laughs> uh, puta. Um. Puta. Puta. And that what's that mean? Torta. Oh, torta. Puta means prostituta. Prostitute. Oh. Prostituta. Yeah. And then torta means a cake. Um. Wait. No. A torta is a sandwich that you can get. Yeah, but it's. Really, it's a cake. That just doesn't even sound They call like that cake. sandwich a torta as well. It should be keka. No, that's just... That's how white people say uh, Spanish keka. words. Um, they say, like, you have a phone, like, el fono. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll say that. Or um, uh, la Christmas lightas. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Are they uh, El cloco. El cloco. Yeah. That's a, that's a clock. So, yeah, we can do it. I went to Mexico once... I went to Mexico a lot, not to brag, but I've been to Mexico. Oh, a lot. wow. Okay. And I went to Mexico once and it was um, like a little shopping village thing. And I was 15 or 16 years old with my friends. I, I took Spanish so I could speak Spanish, but I couldn't conjugate any verbs. So I could say the word. You were word. living in like not the past, not the present, not the future. You were living in the now. Dude, I couldn't, un- I couldn't say anything. I could just, you hear the word and then you have all the other things that they could be. Yeah when you conjugate your verb and I couldn't do it. And the guy was laughing so hard at me and my other girlfriends who are much better than me, they all are still fluent in Spanish. Some have lived in Spanish speaking countries and they were just laughing with these old men. Like, look at her. She's so dumb. And one of them finally threw me a bone and was like, you're not conjugating any of your verbs. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so if you had to say, if you had to translate something like to Spanish, um, how many times have you gone to see Ghostbusters? So if I had to say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. So now it would be really rusty. So how many times have I gone to see Ghostbusters? Um, Quanto Tienes Cinema Ghostbusters? Okay. Say that one more time. Quanto Tienes Cinema Ghost... Uh, Quanto Tienes Voy Cinema Ghostbusters? Okay, so I'm going to tell you what you just said. <laughs> okay. What time did I go to the movie? Uh, no, you said, time did I go to go? how many do you have? Uh-huh. Yeah. See cinema Ghostbusters. How many times did you see Ghostbusters? So yeah. close. So you're right. That was really good, actually. That is the nightmare. Americans never feel bad when we go to another country and we butcher the language. Yeah. We're like, um... Pana chocolate, please. Uh, merci. You know, we'll, we'll speak like that. But a speaker from another country, like somebody that speaks a different language when they come here, they're so embarrassed if their English isn't perfect, which I feel bad for. I feel, you know, I'm just like, let it, who cares? We'll figure it out. I find it so incredibly endearing when people from America try to speak Spanish to me. I think it's so cute. I like really love it. I love hearing Spanish, even if it's butchered or terrible. I just love, uh, I love hearing uh, just Spanish in general. So um, if I was like, la línea está ocupado, oja. I'd be, that's the cutest thing you've ever said yeah, to me. I know what that means. That's and what one I time you did say to me, you look adorable and I like you a lot and you're wonderful. But this, this was better. Yeah. Because I didn't say that in Spanish. No. Like, muy guapa. Yeah. Y, y, 
Guera. That's what I would call you too. Guera, Guera. or Katira. What's Katira? Katira is just like a like a a blonde. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fine. My dad used to go to Mexico all the time, and he would show people pictures of us because I had like white blonde hair as a child, and they thought we were magic. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought when I was a kid. And I tell you that, like, if you were in Venezuela right now, Mm -hmm. you'd be fucking slaying it because, like, that pale skin with those kind of light eyes and light hair. Venezuelan people do not like fat people, though. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and they don't have toilet paper or soap, so I don't want to go there. It's true. Last time I actually uh, ate in Venezuela, I had to hunt it myself, so. Yeah, you do not want to go to Venezuela right now with the lack of... yeah. Toiletries are basic necessities. What is in the Bolivas or whatever you Bolivares, say? Bolivares. Yeah. Bolivares are very expensive. If you had to, because it is a little apocalyptic at this point. Yeah. Um, if you had to accumulate a set of things, like what what would be like your main things that you would really need to have to survive? Yes. Okay. Like the whole like desert island okay. question. Uh, I, like how many things do I get to bring? Seven. Seven whole things. That's a lot. Five, six, seven. Okay. So I would bring the internet. Okay. <laughs> I would bring. Well, you need a lot of things in order to make the internet nope, work. It I could would be bring in the, the air. internet. Okay. I'd bring the internet. I'd bring the internet fixer guy. Hmm? IT guy or something. Mm-hmm. I'd bring my laptop because I could watch TV on that too and do other things. Uh, I would bring my shoes just shoes mm-hmm. like Birkenstocks at least um comfortable sensible comfortable sensible I could walk anywhere in them yeah uh I would bring a couple bras yeah keep those puppies I do not want to flop them and drop them mm-hmm. all the time yeah I would probably bring my boyfriend okay and sunscreen okay I was gonna say sunscreen needs to be in there yeah. because you'll die sunscreen and wi-fi are very important sunscreen and wi-fi where's the electricity going to come from i don't know i don't know where it comes okay. from now so okay, what does that make a difference okay, okay. do right. you know where it comes from no the wall i know where the electricity come from it's hey jesus people can yeah you're right actually jesus rubs his hands together really really fast there be wi-fi exactly and that's how electricity happens um okay speaking of jesus our lord and savior (gasps) we do have a guest today very excited listening to this bullshit um when most of y'all probably turned it off by now um we have local stand-up comedian and local adorable man ryan mcgee hello hello (gasps) (laughs) that's me how are you i'm fine are you enjoying this already oh yeah i'm yeah i was had a trying not to laugh into the mic the whole time that is very nice of you so considerate we love a laugh though so let it rip all right anytime um excuse me ryan what do you think this podcast is about Mm, shooting the shit about relationships okay great answer Mm -hmm. what uh because you have your own podcast yes Called Ryan's Crush Corner, available on iTunes. Which is kind of a version of relationship in a it lot of ways. It is definitely similar in the way of your curiosity. So tell people what your podcast is about. Yeah, my podcast is Ryan's Crush Corner, and it's where I interview uh, women <laughs> that uh, I have crushes on or have had crushes on in the past, and uh, I talk to them about relationships. Um, I guess the kind of goal there is is kind of at least the starting point of the conversation is, I guess, trying to see like why 
perhaps a relationship didn't didn't happen with us then mm -hmm. or or but also to just get their kind of perspective on relationships how many um people have you interviewed so far uh, I've done four, four. Oh wow! I've had four people. So Are you far. eventually gonna run out because you don't have crushes on everyone? Maybe he'll but get new. He'll no, like have to see, horn uh, dog up for new people. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. I thought I thought it would be cool. Like, there's there's a lot of people that I have. I mean, it's like a lot of. It's it's kind of like crushing like a like a general sense of the word like mm -hmm. you know just like friends I have that like I find attractive that I'm like interested in and that sort of thing. But mm -hmm. uh, also, I I like the idea of. Like if if it if it keeps going like to have like celebrity crushes and stuff like that like people I don't know as like a possible okay. future. So but. who let's put together a list right now. Who are your celebrity crushes? Oh man. And maybe like a little why, like why like you think they're why? Yeah, like, like a, a baby little, why. What's your favorite thing about them? Like is it like Rose McGowan or is it Emma Stone? What kind of you want? Sexy or you want smart and whatever? Um. All right. How many do I get? But just pick three. Pick three. All right. Um, Aubrey Plaza. Oh yeah. She's she's just really weird and funny. <laughs> okay, so I just saw her on RuPaul's Drag Race season. She's the best. Two All Stars. She was a guest judge. I'm just rewatching it. She is so funny, Ryan. They RuPaul says hi Aubrey Plaza and she was like this is the best day of my life I'm gonna kill myself tomorrow <laughs> like yeah perfect that's Wonderful. what I want to say when somebody's like are you having fun I'm like this is great I'm dying tomorrow she's great so she's she's your number one <coughs> I'm sure I can get her on I'm gonna shoot her an email after this sweet she'll come on I follow her on Instagram so yeah right. oh, there's, I'm trying to remember her uh... you don't even know her name but no, you love I... her. Yeah, I forgot. I'm Crush. I'm blanking right now. I don't know why. Tell uh, me like stuff she's been in or where you remember uh, her from. What's her name? From uh, I I don't like the show, but she's on uh, the the girl from Two Broke Girls. Cat uh, Dennings. Dennings. Yeah, Cat Dennings. Yeah, yeah. The uh, big yeah. titted one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you don't like her show? That's gonna be right off the bat. Not a good interview. Not a good interview. Well, I'm not gonna talk to her about that show. I'm well, you'll have a, to. It is a bad show. Yeah, it's a terrible. I can't um, stand it. So, um, okay, who else? Um, hmm. You like brunettes. That's what I can tell so far. Okay, yeah. Um, and like kind of sassy, back-talking brunettes. Yeah, like weird or sassy. Uh -huh. They're both kind of a little strange. Yeah, supposedly. Uh, what's her name from... Uh, I can't is, remember their names now. Uh, from, uh, she's in Pitch Perfect. Uh, Rebel Wilson, yeah. Rebel Wilson. <laughs> yeah, she's great. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, her bangs are atrocious, and they are. Offensive. She needs to shave them off, or let them grow out. Uh, I'm sorry, my... we're not shitting on your, no. your Wait, girlfriend. First of all, there's no, there's no bad, there's no such thing as bad bangs. That's really nice of you. You should see some pictures of me from the early 2000s. <laughs> Rebel Wilson. So my grandmother has told me repeatedly, you know who you look like, Fat Amy. And then, yeah, she yeah. knows that part of it. And uh, she'll say it every time. Just you because you're blonde and like white fat and fat. Amy. Yeah. Uh, but you knew me first. Why don't yeah. you say she looks like me? <laughs> you're my grandmother. That She's, whatever. Rebel Wilson is her number one fat woman in her life. She is very funny. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's very What about very you? Funny. What are your celebrity crushes? Ryan Stacey. Gosling. Oh, that came out so fast Jake out Jill of your mouth. Jake Gyllenhaal. 
And I don't know, Gerard Depardieu or something like somebody older, Robert Redford. You know, Gerard Depardieu. I feel like you, that's wrong. I feel like you don't know what Gerard Depardieu looks like. Yes, right? I do. Wait, who is, who is that? He's like a French He's actor a French, who's like, like 70. Fat. Now he's and like, like swollen and fat. But back in the day, I used to love him on that like Daddy's Little Girl movie. Is it called Daddy's Little Girl? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. It's uh, him and Catherine Heigl. And he like reconnects with his daughter. And they, he takes her on this vacation, but she's like a real brat and he's like trying to get laid and stuff. And, or maybe they, yeah. And they pretend to be, what's it called? Paper Moon. Paper Moon? Oh, yeah. What it's and he's oh, like, really thank Evan for Lita. He was girls. in Bogus too with Whoopi Goldberg. A oh, lot of like head reconnecting Whoopi. with his yeah. children. I like Whoopi. Yeah. Too. Um, mm. No, not really him. I don't really want to fuck him. I don't know who else I want to fuck. I definitely want to fuck those two people. Ryan Gosling and Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah, they're big hottie patatties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like me a Michael Fassbender. Didn't he beat his girlfriend or wife or something? Oh, well, that changes stuff then, I guess. He like uh, He's very attractive, but he like got the cops called on him for domestic violence. I didn't or know that. Um, oh, Idris Elba. Okay, you like Idris Elba. Yeah. yeah you don't? I don't know. I'm not moved by him. Oh, I'm not I'm not moved by that. Smart. The problem is is that you watch these people on shows and you think you know them, especially if you binge watch shows and you're like this is my friend. I just spent 4 days with Idris Elba yeah. watching Luther. Uh-huh. I there's something about like the obsession with the celebrity component of things that is very strange for me. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys feel about meeting celebrities, but I'm very gun shy about meeting celebrities. Like I don't really like to. Have you met me? Sarah Silverman. That was yeah. a good one. Okay, we met her. Um Eric Von Detten. You know that guy? Whoa. Yeah. Yes, I do know yeah. that guy. I was on a flight with him when I was sixteen years old. Were and you I, like Princess Diaries? Yeah. I freaked the fuck. Do you know out. who he is, Ryan? He, no. Did you watch Princess Diaries? Uh, yeah. He was the the blonde, like, douchey guy. I don't remember oh, anything. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah. Well, they were, like, in a tent changing, and it's, like, a whole thing on the beach. It was a very highly sexual for that time yeah. and that age. It was early 2000s, back when mm-hmm. I had bad bangs. Um, yeah, Eric Von Detten, you met him. Did you say something to him? I did talk to him. Um, he was sitting, I basically moved to be closer to him because I saw him. Did anybody else know who he was? Um, I don't think so. Um, it was on a flight from, uh, Miami to California. Um, it was like Disney world to Disney world basically. And, uh, yeah, I can't remember a lot about it. We, I just remember chatting and being awkward and I was trying to, um, flirt before I knew what that even meant. Did you make it clear you knew who he was? Yeah, he knew okay. that I knew. I was all like, right. uh, I know all about you. Um, <laughs> I've watched your movies. Would If somebody said that to you, wouldn't you be fucking freaked out? I Hey, I've looked at all of your pictures. I've seen your stand-up every time. I know all your jokes. They're so funny. It dep- I think it really depends on who it's coming from. And no, I think it's so weird. If they're hot and you like them, what if... The person Maybe. that came up to you was just like a fucking babe. You'd be like, jackpot, motherfuckers. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. it Maybe feels I... like, like they're already like into you. And then it's like, yeah, I don't, even, I don't even have to try anymore. Ryan, what is like your dream scenario of a girl like coming up to you? Like how would oh, you, yeah. if you could plan every moment of like a woman hitting on you, what would that look like? <laughs> This is not something that's already on the top of your head because you have Ryan's crush corner. 
you have thought about this with all of your crushes um i mean there's there's a lot of there's a lot of scenarios that i think i would be down for um basically oh let's see let's let's think of one all right um yeah first well she's she's got to come up to me first because i'm not gonna make the first move okay and let's see yeah she all right so maybe maybe like after a show or something like i'm having drinks and then she she comes up to me and says i was like really funny or whatever and uh she wants to have a drink or something she gets the drinks Mm -hmm. that's cool okay she pays nice yeah okay and then and then we're talking we're hitting off we're having fun we're laughing and i'm making her laugh and she's laughing and then she like wants to go get food and we go get like breakfast food because i love breakfast food and she's like really yeah yeah, she will we'll go to we'll go to Waffle House because Waffle House is awesome, and yeah, so she's she'll she'll be the one that suggests that, right? So she I'm should like, she suggests Waffle House. Yeah, and I'll be like, fuck yeah, waffles, and then so we go and get waffles, and we're eating waffles and laughing and having more fun, and then I guess like she invites me back to her place or something. Okay, right off the bat, first Damn, date. Okay, okay. And then what? Yeah. And then, so, like. There's so much breakfast, baby. Yeah. And then, you know, well, I mean, then she, she like, initiates the, uh, you know, the, the making out, et cetera. Okay. okay. Et cetera. What's yeah. in the et cetera? Oh, a lot of stuff. Is it hugging or just, like, hand holding? Wait, wait. Before that. All right. So, like, when oh, we get to her that. house. Mm-hmm. All right. So, we're watching. She opens the door for you. Nothing. She doesn't have to open the door. Okay. No, she's done everything else. <laughs> well, all right. And then, all right. So we're watching. We're watching cartoons. And what cartoons though? Specific. Specific. Good one to go with. I'd say. Well, let me think. Let me think. No, maybe anime. We'll watch an anime. Okay. That's cool. And then that's when we start making out on the couch. Okay. Who who? Who makes the first move there? She does. She does. Okay. She, she makes does. the first move. Okay. Yeah. And then the et cetera as well. She made the first move. Yeah. She yeah. does the et cetera. Well, see, that's the thing. Because uh, she has to make the first move. Because otherwise, I don't feel like I have permission to do anything. I feel like I'm like uh-huh. encroaching. Like I'm doing like. But if she's like, this is okay. Then I'll know. It's like, all right. Well, it's all it's all good. And then like. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. And then she keeps. If she keeps pushing the boundaries. And I was like, all right. That's okay too. And then. And then it just escalates from there so i think i think both people need to push the boundaries a little bit sure like you slowly build on top of whatever the other person's boundary and then you will encounter some some oh not will but you usually encounter some blocks from people if they're not ready or if they um well i mean i guess i'm talking about myself yeah i'm talking about what he's talking about is like making out so like she takes off her shirt you know, and then you know it's okay to take off yours, kind of thing. Yeah, well, or, yeah. yeah, okay, or like touch her or something. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, or like she like moves my hand and then, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, this is a dream scenario. That'd be awesome. That is true. You didn't have to do anything. You have to find a strong ass woman who takes charge but likes anime and is down for sex and also thinks you're very funny. And laughs uh-huh. at yourself. What does good banter look like to you? What does it sound like to you? Well, I, um, I like people that I've 
that I basically feel comfortable enough to just be goofy around mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I like I I can just I don't know yeah like I, I don't feel like too like calculated in like what I'm saying I can just kind of react and with whatever I'm throwing out there like she she takes that and kind of goes off of it or like like if I say something in like a stupid like funny voice or whatever she like does like a similar kind of mm-hmm. thing and then so then I know it's like kind of a mutual kind of thing and it's not just like i'm just doing this and she's like yeah. oh yeah that's funny or whatever but she's like you know doing it back that, do that you sort of thing. do you usually find yourself dating funny girls I've, I've only dated one girl okay so even like gone on dates with um i don't <laughs> i haven't gone on that many dates okay so i would consider people you date like if yeah. you go on a date not like they're your boyfriend or girlfriend yeah. um yeah i mean I, I like i like hanging out with uh, funny people yeah Mm-hmm. So like the girls that you're gonna have on, you feel like they're kind of funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Sense of humor is huge. That's good. And you don't mind dating comedians? You would like to? I mean, I guess yeah. Comedians, sure. you know? Yeah, with that extra N and the E. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you've had four. You've recorded four people. Has anybody been surprised by the request to be on? Yeah, pretty much all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. See, I don't think I was listening to it yesterday. <coughs> I don't have a problem with this at all to say I had a crush on you at one time. I think crushes are so I, mean, I can have a crush on anybody. At they're very like different parts. Soft. Soft? Soft crushes? Yeah, well they're they're not it's the least set in stone thing that anybody has yes, ever done. It's, it's just, just a little crush. Yeah. Not like I faint every time we touch, <laughs> you know? Yeah, song. crushes yeah. are so nice. Yeah, sure, they're they're really nice. Like, yeah. So if you could just talk to all those people, I think that would be good. So everybody's been a little bit surprised. Who who all have you recorded? Let's say it. Britt is yeah, already Britt. posted. Yeah. And what's the girl's name you went to high school with? Yeah, Edre. Edre, yeah. that's a cool name. And then who else have you recorded? Uh, another one of my friends that I met in uh when I was at U of H. Uh, her name is Erica. Uh huh. And then Catherine Witt. Okay, so Catherine and Britt are stand-up comedians in yeah. town, but Edre and yeah, Erica. Uh, Erica, yeah. What do they do now? Um, Edre is a nurse, uh-huh. and Erica, I th- she's teaching. She's teaching at U of H now, uh-huh. and she was studying like medical humanities, and I think she's working on like a upper degree. Okay. I think she's going for a doctorate or something. So do you um do you find that the people that are already performers are fine with it, but the girls that aren't are weirder with it? What do you mean? Well uh, they're on a podcast, they're like being Oh asked. yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, the comedians are definitely like more open to like just talking about it, I guess, just because they're used to performing and, and speaking in front of people and stuff like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> okay. If you had to figure out one thing that they all had in common, like one thing that you could kind of see that you would tend to go for, what do you think it is? Ooh, a theme, a running theme. With all the people that I've had or just in general? Just people, just girls that you have crushes crushes on. Yeah. Huh. Like one thing? Yeah, I mean, like, for example, I know that generally all the people that I end up having crushes on, like, Stacy Stacy thinks I like, like, pretty boys, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is a little bit true. Um, so I don't know if there's something, like, 
that kind of amasses or that kind of puts them all in a single category. Yeah. I'm just curious. It's not a... Even- I don't know. I never, I never, I never thought about it in that way. But I guess they're all, um, I guess more or less like kind of like strong, like yeah, like uh-huh. kind of a, opinionated women. Yeah, I guess I, I like that. I was gonna guess that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's a thing. Like I like, um, maybe not so much with with everybody that I plan to have on, but I, I like, like as far as like like talking, it's like I, I I'd rather like the girl be one that's like talking more and then like more so than me because. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You have, look, through this podcast, this is what you're going to get. You're, because it seems like you haven't done or you haven't figured all of these like inner feelings out, but this podcast, I'm sure maybe you already know this, but this is going to be cathartic for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. You're going to figure out all of these like amazing things about yourself by talking to these people. You're going to figure out your running theme for sure. I'm sure it is strong women actually. Um, you are going to like learn these little things about you and the girls you like and whatever. And I hope this ends with you getting married to one of them. I oh, hope that's that so nice. What, I hope that that's actually what's happening is it's like bachelor for podcasts and he has to pick one at the end to marry. So I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't even know if I want to get married because we will by the end of the podcast, buddy. <laughs> it's ordained. Oh like all marriages, <laughs> Brenda could get ordained and she could do it. I think, I think, yeah, she already is. Oh, she's already ordained. Go. So <laughs> what? <laughs> go into the chapel and you're going to get married. But you just got to press record before you like walk down the aisle. That's correct. Um, okay, right. Ryan, am I going to be on Ryan's crush on you? You already told yeah, me. Yeah, I already asked you. Yeah, yeah. Right. You text me at four in the morning. Was it four in the morning? Yeah. Did he really? Uh-huh. Ryan, I, what was going through your mind right when you alcohol? texted her? Were you drunk? I don't know. Maybe. You don't even remember it? <laughs> I mean, I remember texting you. Yeah. At four in the morning being like, hey, you're going to be on podcast. I have a huge crush on you. And I was just like, that's so nice. Thank you. Wait, I can't day, wait. What day? Do you remember what day of the week it was? No. All right. I mean, I could find it in our messages, <laughs> but what day yeah. of the week does it matter? Because I was probably coming from like an open mic or whatever or a See. show maybe. You were just high on laughs, and you're like... Well, I usually don't... Like, I, I typically, like... I'm usually up, like... Well, maybe not four, but I'm usually, like, don't go to bed before two. It was four in the morning, and I don't know why I woke up to it. Like, I just happened to wake up and see it and be like, oh, my God, you're crazy. You're crazy. So I have a question, because this is mm-hmm. something I was talking to um, with a, a friend where... Um, so you, you keep talking about like women kind of coming up to you and them sort of mm-hmm. giving you permission to to sort of move into that space of liking somebody. So I was talking to my friend and she said that she would 1000 times rather reject somebody than be rejected. And for me, I would it's easier for me to get rejected than to reject somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess my question for the both of you, or I guess a plausible thought is like, I have all kind of all these string thoughts together of like men usually are the aggressors or usually are the people who pursuers. ask out and pursuers. Yeah. And I think that they get bounced back. So they get used to the rejection component mm-hmm. of it a lot more quickly. Yeah. Um, so it's almost like um, sort of exposure therapy. Like you're just exposed over and over to the rejection mm-hmm. and that, that becomes numb. Okay. Um, so do you feel like you've 
become like numb to the to rejection like generally do you even get a lot of rejection if you're not putting yourself out there to them no that's i mean that's the thing like like every like like most guys will tell me like it's you know you just like a number it's like a numbers game it's you know, a just numbers like, game yeah you know. fucking it's a numbers but game. i mean like yeah, i mean that's uh it's a true but horrible like it's a, it's the same to me it's like the same concept of uh doing doing comedy uh because for me like because I, I I figured it out or I'm I'm used to it with comedy like as far as like like bombing on stage like uh-huh. like kind of the, kind of the the way you get better at comedy is by by bombing and just being okay with it like it doesn't phase you you get to a point where it's just like you just like fuck it like I'm gonna do it whatever if they like it you know but uh and but so it's it's easier for me to do it with comedy because I'm I'm confident at least in my abilities as a comedian that I know like I have good jokes and that uh-huh. that sort of shit but like with uh. Uh, with women, it's it's not. I don't have that kind of confidence in myself, and yeah, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of just stemming from like low self esteem that uh, I feel like not so confident in my personality or my uh-huh. I guess worth as a person. So like when whenever I do get rejected, it's just like like I already feel like oh I'm not that great of a person. Every time you get rejected, it's like it's like validation of that mm-hmm. uh, low self esteem. I get the. I get the comedy thing. I get the like working thing. But let me tell you, when you say it's a numbers game, what comes to my mind? I'm not trying to change you. I'm not trying to change anybody who told you this, but it's a numbers game means that every girl that you hit on doesn't really matter. It's just the act of doing it. Because if you actually like, like somebody, it's like these guys that just hit on a girl because she's a girl and because she has tits, like you mildly are attracted to her. But do you know her? Do you really know anything about her? So then transpose it into your into your idea though. If you see guys that you think are hot or that you think are good looking, uh-huh. like you're just gonna like no. you're just gonna go like, hey, would you be interested in hanging out with me sometime? Or you'll I've flirt never with done them. That. Or you're I have never asked out somebody that I do not know and do not know about. That's so interesting. Why why would I? I don't want to hang out with them. Um yeah flirting sure flirt with people see how that goes okay so i feel like we're in a mama bear little bear papa bear situation Mm -hmm. where like you are so adept like you know how to do that crushes are nothing to you they're very easy but i think crushes are a little bit more difficult on me and i think they're even more difficult on ryan yeah but what does that have to do with With the numbers game thing thing. somebody i think you have to get used to some of the rejection i don't think the calling women numbers is necessarily the right way to go but do i think that when you have a crush you should put yourself out there and practice Sure, you should flirt that's what he's talking about face less rejection if you get to know the person if ryan had a crush on you but he didn't really know you just saw you around and asked you out why would you say yes you don't really know him like you haven't like made that connection what's you're ad- right what's adorable about ryan you haven't really seen but ryan gets to know you ryan hangs out with you as a friend then when you he's less likely to face rejection if they already have some sort of bond there yeah so when he asks you out you say yes and what happens because i've heard a lot of girls say this too he came up to me and he just wanted to be my friend, but really he wanted to get in my pants. I mean, look, don't be her best friend. No, but I don't think you need to be her best friend. I think that you need to approach her. What I'm saying is guys that say it's a numbers game. These people that have told you that to me, I don't think they approach women as women, as people, as humans. Yeah. They just approach them as tits. And if or you, I like them. Uh, what? I think they're hot. 
You know what I mean? Like, okay, I don't think they like them if they yeah. think they're hot. That's what I'm saying here. Okay. If they come up, like if you just approach a human as a human, you know, then you won't, it's just not trying to fuck her. And then you get to know her even a little bit. I think you'll face less rejection if you like tried that instead of just everything, but flirt away, flirt with everybody. Yeah. Boys, girls, everybody. So that's the thing. I, well, there's, there's a couple things I guess I don't want to say. Um, like one, I guess is what was that? Guys have more <laughs> the ghost of it's a numbers game. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, guys I have mean, more. Like if, if you're looking at it just just with fucking, I guess guys' uh, attitude that is to me it seems shitty. That's why I don't do it. Is like, but it seems like it's more successful for them. Is uh, I guess you fuck girls that you don't really like that much. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I fucked a lot of guys I don't like. Yeah, which I don't. I don't want to do that because like it. It seems counterintuitive mm-hmm. to me. Uh, but like I can see that that works if that's if that's what you're trying to do um, and I guess the other thing is um, as far as far as with um, I don't know approaching it from yeah I do tend to think of like people that, that I like enjoy being around like that I, I, I would want to pursue but it seems like that uh, doesn't I don't know. I like again. Like I don't really try that much doing like that way, but it mm-hmm. doesn't. It still doesn't seem to work that well. I guess. I think it's like a maybe like a more long haul plan where you're talking about Stacy. I I completely agree with what you were saying, um, where like you get to know them as people, and then um, if you do decide to ask them out, mm-hmm. then there's a higher likelihood that they're gonna say yes. Mm-hmm. So for me, that okay. translates into like pinpointed action things like you text them and ask them how it's going you ask to meet up with them and have coffee you go to some of their shows you ask them to come to your shows like you establish like, rapport. i mean i guess as long as it's like, happening like i feel like, like most of the people that I, like i that i am like friends with like are less inst- i mean like we'll hang out and stuff but, but they're less interested in like the dating aspect like they, they, they don't want to go to that yeah next they just want to stay friends i guess which is, I guess, that's frustrating for me, I guess. But not, I don't know. Yeah, you are. I mean, I think what's going to attract somebody to you is your personality. Like, you're very open and honest when you talk. Like, you and I have had, I think, really good conversations about true things that you just spill. And it's raw and beautiful. And you're adorable and you're funny that is going to attract somebody. But somebody who's, like you said earlier, guys that fuck girls they don't really like, that might work for them, but it's just not going to work for you. It's just not. It's like a different You kind don't of like human. it. Yeah. Therefore, it feels unhonest. Like, it's just not. It probably is not going to be a thing that you do too much. Yeah. Because when you have, like, casual sex with somebody you don't really like, do you feel guilty or do you feel fine with it? The only sex I've had is like sex I've paid for, though. So okay, so do you? I mean, like, oh no, it's never been good. No, no. Um, this tell- is the thing. It's like a. Comp- I think it's a completely different world. Mm-hmm. So I um, didn't have sex for a really long time. Um, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast, but it was. Um, I would say probably about six years, um, and. I think we're talking about a different thing, Stacey. I think like when you get in your head about stuff or no, 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 no. I'm just, it's like, 
all the questions that are presented are like based on your personal experience and how you relate to the world. And I think that there's a, there's like a hesitation that I feel in you that I also have or that I have had in the past. Mm -hmm. And I think you start wrapping up um, like sex or uh, relationships with other people and a lot of negative layers. Um, I mean, just tell us a little bit more about like how you feel about it in general. Cause I feel like I'm asking these specific questions sort of, and I don't know if they can really relate to your experience. So maybe I'll just let you with tell what, us a little bit more with, about with what exactly yeah. just with sex in your life and what role it's played. All right. Uh, yeah, there's a lot just so that's just about sex yeah i mean yeah. sex and and like maybe just being close to people and that kind of thing oh uh, yeah there's a lot there um <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where to start but i i guess generally i don't feel close to people i feel distant but i know there's a very strong desire to to feel close to other people mm -hmm. and have uh like an intimate connection not just with sex but just you know being able to relate to people um and i guess there's that there's also uh i guess growing up in a pretty strict christian home so i was you know you know taught to like you know saving it for marriage and that mm -hmm. sort of thing and i kind of pretty much bought into that for like a long time so i was uh virgin all throughout high school college uh until I think probably till yeah earlier this year, I was a virgin. Um, but so at, uh, oh, did what? you want to be a virgin that long? Like since you grew up religious, me too. I did like the true love waits yeah. thing. Did you do that? No, I didn't. I didn't do that. I was just, I just, I was, I, I accepted it for like a lot, I guess. But I, at the same time, I was, I was, you know, obsessed with it. Oh, uh, mm -hmm. obsessed with sex. You know, I was. I mean, like, I guess, like, all guys were, like, into porn, but I got, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like, like sex and masturbating a lot, and, like, that carried on, like, past, like, high school, all that mm -hmm. sort of stuff, and it, and it got, to, yeah, I guess it was, it got to be, like, a kind of a, a obsession to, mm -hmm. to where I, you know, I, it was a, uh, yeah, I guess affecting daily life, because, like, like, you know, my parents would, like, my mom and stuff would, like, stay up late because she, she's a teacher so she'd always have homework and stuff but I'd, I'd stay up late and then like be up late like after wait until she go to bed and then because like we had a I didn't have a computer in my room but we uh -huh. had it in like the general area so I'd stay up like even later so I could you know watch porn and stuff like that and uh did anybody ever catch you uh I mean maybe sort of but like I still did it and then it got to the point where like I I, I was like uh like my like like around like when I was in like college age, I was still like living in living at home, and uh, like at one point, like my computer, my I had a like my laptop was broken and stuff like that, so I didn't really have a computer. You know, I guess yeah, my laptop was broken or something. So like I, I ended up, I started buying like a like porn, D like I actually started like buying like porn DVDs. Going old school with the porn. Yeah, yeah, I have like a, I still have like a, a backpack full of like like uh you've kept them because i, I want to get i wanted to get rid of them but like, i don't know where to i don't know i I thought about selling them or just donate uh, them to a local woman's shelter or like children's <laughs> charity yeah, yeah i guess that's that's where i sort of started like like 
Well, because, I mean, part of it is also, I like, uh, yeah, part of it is also, like, this weird, like, obsession with, like, collecting things. Mm -hmm. Like, I collect, uh, yeah, so it, oh, man, there's a lot, there's a lot. So, hold on. So, let's, it's a lot, so let's just start there. So, you have this, like, young, because you just kind of jumped into it, which is great. Um, This is the honesty that I love about you. You start with like this very young obsession with sex and porn, yeah. but you do stay away from it. Did, is it something that you're light about or is this still kind of like a heavy shame or burden or dark spot? Or is it like a fine, it's funny, it's past or something light spot? Um, it's, yeah, I guess it's still an obsession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that having this obsession, is it something that you would like go get help for? Is it that kind of obsession? Uh, well, sort, uh, sort of, I mean, I guess in the, like, cause, cause now, um, I'm not buying porn DVDs, but then I like, you know, but like it's, I got, I started getting into, a like webcam girls and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so i was like paying paint started paying for that and like the amount that i was spending was more than i was making and like i was like maxing out credit cards doing that sort of thing and like also like going to strip clubs and like ended with uh or not like ended but like i i started trying out going to like the massage parlors mm-hmm. and uh and uh so yeah but i have i've been going to therapy for like for like my depression yeah i remember yeah, that yeah so i've been going to therapy for depression and uh like we we talked about this like more as like like i said it's like a lot of things but it's like it was basically like kind of like a i i, th- I think basically what it is, i use like masturbation or like sex in general is like kind of like a like a like a like a release like for anxiety or like uh-huh. uh, like a coping coping mechanism for just being like uh yeah, yeah, for anxiety and uh, but at the same time, it kind of exacerbates the the feeling anxiety. of like loneliness and like not feeling connected to people. But um, <clears throat> here's what I'll say. Yeah, I think that talking about any sort of addiction to pornography or sex or obsession with it or whatever is pretty brave, Ryan. Yeah, you've never hidden it. I I I do think yeah, it's like a, it's a lot, but there are guys that can't fuck because they watch too much porn that are obsessed with it and they're like in relationships hurting other people with it not so, seeking therapy not seeking yeah help. not seeking any help and not being honest i know that it's weird to talk about but the more you talk about that the more you'll realize things and um it'll change i'm not saying stop watching porn that's not what i'm saying but i think that the more you like dive into it and understand why you're doing it or whatever, you know, what it's really giving you, that's going to help. So you may feel like it's a lot. It's big. You know, you clump all of this together in your head. It's obvious. You're like, you can't talk about one without the other, but they're all like little bits of you that for little reasons you're doing certain things. I don't think, I do think that it's like a problem maybe for you, but because the credit card thing, you know, you shouldn't do that. I'm not against anybody paying for sex as long as both parties are willing, but 
um, you know, the credit card thing, that's dangerous. Um, but I think that it, it shouldn't be s- too much of a dark spot. Um, well, I mean, it gets... Because I think you have some... I don't, well, it's, it gets insight. to the point where, like... Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still, still, like figuring stuff mm-hmm. out. But it's, it's like, uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Whenever, I, like, I, I figured out, like, you know, I go into the 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 spa place. That's the first time I had sex was at, at one of the Asian like massage places, mm-hmm. and uh, it is cost like less than two hundred bucks. So like usually like around like one fifty, one sixty, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like any like. It gets to the point where it started. It was well, still. It's still now to the point where, like, anytime, like, I have like that amount of cash, like, on me, like, if I, or or even like just in my bank account, like, I just like I have this, or and uh, you know, because I I ride by those places like either either when I had my car or like if I'm riding the bus, like they're like all over, like like near places near my house. So Can all, you tell us what it was like, like, uh, it's, from the beginning when you walk in? What's that like? Yeah, it's really, it's really, it's really weird. It's kind of, yeah, it's, they're, they're, I mean, they're like sketchy places. Mm-hmm. Uh, you walk in, there's like a room with like a couple chairs and like nobody there. Like they have like an ATM machine and there's like a door that ha- has like a kind of like a gate on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just like ring this bell and like some lady like comes out and it's like really like, like hush hush. Like she whispers, like she like pulls a curtain bow and it's like, oh, you here for the massage? And then, uh, I don't know, it's like, you know it's you know it's sketchy like at one place they, they like patted me down i guess like see Make if sure i you had didn't like, have any wires or, or weapons, weapons or, anything or anything like that uh yeah and they they you know, take you to the back and uh yeah uh and so, what what was the girl like um i mean they're usually like i guess older like or at least the, the ones that i've had i guess were maybe maybe like mid 30s ish mm-hmm. um um do they talk to you at all not not much like they're 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 the ones that i've had i guess yeah their english is usually like really bad so like you, there's not much communication there they just they just tell you to take off your clothes and then like or you know they go through like like a really like super basic like massage and mm-hmm. uh and then they kind of like ask you like if you like what you want or like or like this like I guess the first time the girl just kind of like she got na- like after like the little massage she like got on the table and was like all right you fuck me now and then it was I was just, do they like oh, okay so they they know what you're there for it's yeah. it's not like a blow job or hand job or sex you just yeah. well get sex. I mean like if you yeah if you pay enough yeah you that's I you mean, can go specific but mainly it's just that mm-hmm. yeah um. I guess, yeah. How, um, do they kiss you on the mouth? No. No. So, okay, how, why massage parlor? Why not get like a hooker on the street? Wouldn't it be cheaper? Well, I've never seen hookers on the street. I mean, I've gone oh, to, you ba- gotta go to the right place. Yeah, I've gone to Backpage a lot. And, but I mean, there's usually like a, like a different, it feels like there's like a different kind of process. And like, there's a lot, there's a lot like on Backpage that'll say like, like no, like African American, that sort of thing. And what? Like, yeah, because it's, I guess, because either they don't pay or they don't treat the 
prostitutes that well or something like that. So there's like a, uh, so there's like a stigma. They don't big dicks. <laughs> That's what <kidding>. it is. <laughs> but, uh, Ryan got shy at that. He's like, <laughs> he said big dicks on black guys. Um, Ryan's black, everybody, okay? Just in case you're one. So my biggest question there is, um, I mean, now that that's out of the way, like, do you feel more prepared? Do you feel less prepared? Like, what's the what's the sensation you left with the first time that it happened? Um, I mean, I'd I'd like to not have to pay, I guess. But mm-hmm. the I guess the reason I still do is because I I know that I'm gonna get to have sex, and that's like uh, I guess that's the the thing. I guess that's the that's uh that's frustrating with dating is you like you like i guess yeah yeah, because you can you can like have a good time with somebody and like Mm -hmm. you feel yeah that's the thing that happens to me a lot is like i feel like i have a connection (laughs) with somebody it's like it seems like it's going well but then like nothing ever happens from that like Mm -hmm. i I, like is have you ever tried i mean i'm sure you have this is probably a stupid question have you ever tried tinder just i know that there's like tinder i i hate I hate Tinder. It doesn't um, work. Like, there's not people just looking for, at for. I mean, for for one, like, um, for number one, I I guess I don't match with a lot of people that are like actual people, or like or like the ones that I like like we were talking about before, like the ones that I match with. Maybe I'm not that interested in. Like, I don't like. Maybe I'm not that attracted to them, or like from talking to them, it they don't seem that interesting. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess I if if I like like. With the saying like with guys that do the numbers game like if i if i want if, well, if i wanted to like i could probably try to like bullshit them and or like set up something yeah. and, and like just just try to fuck them just to try to fuck them but like i that's not interesting to me what if you were just honest though yeah. what if you just message and said look um i am honestly just looking for like a no strings attached just sex situation i'm a nice guy i'm looking for a girl you want to do that or not i want to like treat your body well i want you to treat my body well i want it to be like a beautiful thing but we don't need a relationship i mean i don't know would you ever say yes to that i think i said that once to like one girl but like because i because i started with like trying to trying to be funny so i was like messaging girls about like what their favorite cereal was or something just to see like if there was any kind of like something there funny back and forth i don't know and then she was like are you serious they asked me that and i was like i'm just i don't know whatever then she sucks yeah and then she was like she was like yeah just like just to be honest with you so i was honest with her and she's like wow and then like nothing yeah she stopped messaging me i think it's a long term i think it's like you got to go through a lot of people and be willing to feel those like negative feelings over yeah. and over again i think uh, i mean i don't know if uh, i don't really love tinder either i get it uh-huh. Um, but yeah. going on there and just messaging people, trying to have fun it's without the expectation of sex. Oh, I can't imagine. I would imagine it's yeah. so much harder. Um, for me, it's like, uh, I, I feel like I could go bang somebody, mm-hmm. just go bang somebody, but I don't want to. I feel like maybe I can't, even though I probably could. We all like, there's a part of a lot of people that just want sex. Yeah. Like just I agree. before I got in this relationship and the one I was in before, I wanted just casual sex. I didn't want to date anybody. I don't want to talk to you the next day. I don't want to do things like that. But there's so there's women that feel like that. And obviously there's like a lot of men that feel that way. Why can't we just be honest about it and say it? You don't want to be a dick about it. Like, oh, no, fuck your tits. Like, that's rude. I mean, but it's Let's nice, nice if it's up to if it's at if but you're both on the same yeah, page up about front. It. Honest. See, that's the th- that's the thing. Like, I f- that's that's 
what like I guess really frustrates me about like the dating culture nowadays is like even if you do want casual sex, there's like a whole lot of other like rituals and stuff that you have to go through. Like it, like even the way that you message people or like like wait waiting or like the the kind of things that you message like will like make or break like how that situation works even if you guys both want the same thing Mm -hmm. it it definitely feels like you have to make all the right steps and take every right direction because you don't order to end up in bed with somebody yeah because you don't know each other so it is just to trust somebody with something so intimate you do have to like let's have a drink let's be normal like yeah but i mean like you can be saying that but then like some people are thinking one thing other people think another thing yeah. but there's like this whole like game you have to play like trying to figure it out even if yeah and, i know, I don't it's, know really hard. it's a minefield for you sure add girls from tinder when they put their snapchat and uh just try to snap them cute little pictures of you with a doggy face and Tell them how adorable you are. We could probably help navigate some of and that. And just write sex question mark and just see. But like with the tongue out, you know? Yeah. It'll be adorable and not threatening. So uh, something that you said that really um, that really highlights something for me is you said that you didn't want to have um, like sex with girls by tricking them. And this is why I think yeah. you and I and, and Stacey, well, you and I, Stacey, um, are so sex positive because it is honesty. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, um, if you go and pay somebody for sex, like, and that person understands what the situation is, there are no tricks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I love people are coming to the party and they both understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. If you lie to a girl about who you are, what you like, what you don't like, and she sleeps with you because of that, mm-hmm. that's a trick. Yeah. And to me, that's so much dirtier and weirder than going and paying somebody for sex. It's because horrible. There's a there's an intrinsic lack of consent there in uh-huh. some ways. And I, I don't know. I, I don't want you to feel, cause this is what I did for a really long time. I don't know if this will happen, what happens to you, but I started wrapping up the emotion in like darker and darker layers of negative emotion. And then it wasn't this, I just haven't had sex. It was like, I haven't had it for this long. And then more time is passing and more time is passing. When I'm adding stress to this very simple thing, Um, and I think that may be a component of what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like you are, you're not dating somebody, you're not seeing somebody in every moment that passes that you're not seeing somebody, you're wrapping it up with more negative emotion as if it was the worst thing ever, but it's just not, it really isn't. It's like for me talking about it and talking about it with the both of you is like, you just air that shit out, you give it some light and then it stops festering. Mm -hmm. And I think that you being honest with us and talking to us about all this stuff is is just a more is a larger step in not letting those emotions fester yeah and i I agree with you stacy i think you should go on tinder and i think you should be super honest i think you should say hey um i haven't done this a lot this is what i'd like to do and then eventually i think somebody is going to come in here um into your life by in here i don't mean here um and they're just going to understand what you're going through and they're going to be on the same page can I um, can I say this? Yeah, whatever you need to like, say. I just I just want to give women orgasms. That's like all I want to do. That's so sweet. Women love that. That's like, that is so sweet. That's like my favorite thing. It's like <laughs> watching women have orgasms. That is the sweetest. Hey, okay, for yes, that is very sweet. Uh, okay, I think. What if you tried this? What if you started? being the adorable guy who doesn't get laid and then maybe a girl will be like, no, he never gets laid. I'm going to lay him. But yeah. I've, 
Why hasn't that happened yet, though? Because maybe you don't talk about it. Maybe you're not like making cute jokes about it. Maybe they're kind of sad. You need make to make more funny. jokes about it. That's like, exactly what more it is. Uplifting jokes about it. You need it. to be like, be nobody like, ever wants to fuck me. <laughs> my dick has cobwebs on it. Like something like You've that. Gotta, yeah, you, that's exactly what Keep it is. Keep it up. And then a girl is going to be like, oh, yeah, challenge accepted. Like, boom, boom. <laughs> She's going to be 40. She's going to be a high-power oh marketing executive. Oh, my God. What if you're an older lady? I'd be down for that. She's a high-power marketing executive who wants to take care of you. And buy right fucker be like, I just want to give you an orgasm. She's going to be so happy with you. Oh, my God. You should go on, like, a Sugar Mama website. I, I don't know if they have that, though. They don't have that for boys? Sugar boy bees? Are you already on that? No. I. Is there? I, There's there a is, Sugar so. Babies for girls with older guys. There's got to be one reverse. I think that, yeah, I think that you should start presenting it. Own this shit. Own like, that shit. My dick doesn't get used a lot except by my hand. And my hand is my best fucking friend. Yeah. And if you want to hang out with us, you got to be cool. And then a girl will try to like raise up to that occasion, but she'll know what it is. Yeah. That's it's just what it sex. is. And then maybe you'll fall in love. And then it ends with you getting married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, the congratulations. Bachelor. Oh, I'm so happy for um, you. Ryan, uh, I, I think that you should be on our podcast many more times. We have a I lot agree. more to talk about. You have a lot, but you have a lot of unpacking to do. I think that it should be looked at as a beautiful thing. You are young and you are getting to know yourself. I'm not that young. You're much younger than me. So mm-hmm. you, you, Wait, how old do you think I am? 26, 28. Oh, you're 28. I'm turning 28 at the end of this Okay, month. you're very old, so you need to hurry up. No, I'm just kidding. You need to get on it. We're all young. You um, just focus on that. Like, own it. Look yeah. for the bright spots in it. Because, sure, you could, like Oha said, put negative emotion on negative emotion on negative emotion of all your trouble with sex. But let me tell you something. Everybody in this room and everybody that's listening to this has a little bit of trouble with sex somewhere. Nobody's is perfect. It doesn't matter how much I talk about it or Oha or anybody here. Um, you just have to own that and try to work towards figuring it out. We've said this a million times on this podcast that emotional intelligence and sexual intelligence about your issues is the height of growing and learning and getting over something. Yeah. And we believe that. Um, we love you. Do you have anything to plug? Um, Ryan's Crush Corner. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, you should listen. To, you should listen to my podcast. It's Ryan's Crush Corner. Um, it's really um, adorable. It's one of. It's probably my favorite podcast aside from our podcast. God, that first episode, everybody Murder. was talking about it. Amazing, amazing podcast. Um, that's on MockingbirdNetwork.com, mm-hmm. um, and it's on. Yeah, iTunes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rate and just, review all of us. Yeah, we want to be rated and reviewed. Yeah, just um, got added to iTunes, so check it out there. Tell us how hot we are on there, yeah. or not. Yeah, hot or not. Even if iTunes. you don't like it, even if you think the podcast shit, sure, say it sucks. Yeah. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, we love you so much. Thank, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for having me. Um, thank you, Brenda, for hosting us and producing. And thanks, Mocky Bear Network. Uh, bye, guys. See you later. Nobody wants to say bye. Bye. Bye.
Mockingbird Network. <laughs>